Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am so very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got a special show. It's just you and me, my dear listeners, um, talking about creating harmony in your life through the wheel, the medicine wheel. And we're going to get all into that after our quotes of the day today. But before that, no guest today. You know, if, if you guys want to call in, of course, you know, the call in number is 877-480-4120. Or if you're watching on the Facebook Live, just type your questions or comments in in the comment section below. I promise to get to as many of them as I possibly can. Hopefully all of them. But before we get started, I do want to talk uh, about a couple of items. Um, the first one being, well, this is my last live show before Election Day, November 6th. And I'm putting out a very special appeal for those of you here in New York State. Obviously, everybody, no matter where you are in the country, should be going out and voting on election day. I don't care. It's a midterm election. I don't care. We're not voting for president. Get the hell out there and vote. Okay. Um, for those in New York State, however, I'm, I'm making a very, very special appeal because for those of you who are familiar with the full lineup of shows here at talkradio.nyc, you know one of our esteemed hosts who have actually been with the station longer than I have. He's the only one who's been with the station longer than I have because Larry Sharp was actually doing a show with Giorgio when Giorgio started the network over uh, eight and a half, probably over nine and a half years ago. And he's come back and done different shows in different formats over the years. And his most recent incarnation is called The Governor's House. And it's been all about his run for governor of New York State under the Libertarian ticket. And the reason why I'm putting out this appeal, I mean, look, it's important for you to talk to, uh, you know, to vote for whoever it is you want to vote for. I am making a personal appeal because this is the first time that there's been a candidate running for an office of this stature in our state who I personally know. I've known him for years. I've known him for over 10 years before I've even had the Wellness Center and, this, and the network. I know his character. He's a former Marine Larry is is he cares about people. He cares about the state. He grew up in the Bronx. He lives in Queens. Uh, he's really somebody who cares about what's going on. And he's running under the libertarian ticket. Now, a lot of people say, but Sam, he's not a Democrat. He's not a Republican. How could he possibly get elected? It's a wasted vote. No, a waste. The only wasted vote is the vote you don't cast. OK, and he absolutely has a very good chance of beating Cuomo in this election, not because of how much money he's raised, and he's raised more money than all the other candidates combined except Cuomo, but because he has worked harder than anybody else I know in this election. He has been traveling five, six, seven days a week across the state. He's been campaigning way upstate in northern New York State, uh, western New York State. He's now in Long Island, now in New York City. And, you know, you just look at his ideas, watch any of his videos that he's done where he talks about the issues. And I'm not saying you're going to agree with everything he says. I don't agree with everything he says, but I agree with enough of what he says that I know he will be better for this state than any other gubernatorial candidate today. Cuomo, I don't care you're a Democrat, Cuomo is corrupt as hell. Cuomo had a committee he formed to investigate corruption. And once they started to investigate and noticed a lot of things started to point towards him, a magic, the committee was disbanded and there was no more investigation into corruption. All right, Cuomo has had eight years as governor to fix a lot of the problems in New York State. He has not upheld 99% of his campaign pledges. He is not doing what he said he would do. He is not going to make New York State better. It'll be more of the same. And frankly, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of sick and tired of getting taken um, granted 
by whatever main you know party happens to be in power. And the only way to show the Republicans and the Democrats that they cannot take any of us for granted is by voting for a third party candidate. I mean, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a registered independent. I'm actually not a registered Democrat. I'm a registered independent. And, and this does not mean that I like number 45. Please don't get me started. I'll, I'll, the whole show can go by in a second if I start talking about this individual. I voted for Ross Perot way back when. And I don't consider voting for a third-party candidate ever a wasted vote because it is a message to those in power who take us all for granted that we will always be there for them. Look, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm only going to ask that you look at what he talks about. LarrySharp.com, that's sharp with an E at the end. Take a look. If, If anything he says appeals to you, I beg you. He will be so much better for the state in so many different ways. Please consider it. If it feels right for you, vote for him. Maybe tell a friend or two about it. If it doesn't feel right, that's fine. Just consider him. That's all I am asking. Because I do feel, if you're open-minded, if I do feel you're a reasonable human being and you listen to what he says and you feel his emotion behind it and you see how real he is as a human being, I just know if you give him a chance, you're more than likely to, to consider it. So thank you so much. I'll get off the soapbox. Well, I'll get off that soapbox. I'm going to get on a different soapbox now. Oh, Peter Woodbury. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Welcome to the Facebook Live former guest on Elizabeth Tripp's show, Nourish the Soul. Go back and check that one out. He was really good. Okay, so let's get on to the quotes from the universe and from Abraham. First, from the universe. You can change a great many things. Or you can change. Same, same, the universe. Ah, We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, especially these short and sweet ones. And this one, do not be fooled. Just because it is short on words, it is long on depth. You can change a great many things or you can change. And that's what today's show is about, is really changing our relationships to, to certain filters, let's say. But you see, we, we so, much, so much of our lives, we think, is about changing the outside world, changing our career, changing our relationships, changing this, changing that. And we kind of fall into this trap that it's all about the external. But it's not. Because if we change what's inside of us, it does far more to change everything on the outside than putting our effort on all these external things. You see, this is why working on ourselves is known as the great work. That work of transmutation, of changing our soul, our spirit, our essence, our psyche of who we are. The more we work on ourselves, the more we work on what drives us, our our hidden uh, motivation. Some people like to say our shadow. I, I, I don't know. That, that, that term, I know it's used a lot. It doesn't particularly appeal to me because it, it, it's all light and dark. You know, it's, it's not just one or the other. But the more we work on developing ourselves, on being better people, on showing up better in our own lives, on showing up better for ourselves, for others, more self-love, more self-care, not to be self-centered, but to know that love starts with self-love and we cannot give anything away that we do not already possess. And the more we work on loving ourselves, the more we can love other people, the more we can love other things, the more we can love more of what's around us. So you can change a great many things or you can change. My vote is on you changing you.
Okay? All right. A great quote from the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. We would demonstrate to everyone that we are cheerful, that we are optimistic, that we are happy, that we are looking for the best feeling thought that we can find and that we've practiced it so much that we often find it. And then, as people say to you in accusing tones, oh, you are Pollyanna, announce to them, Pollyanna lived a very happy life. Abraham. I love this quote. Again, on that same thing, theme about changing ourselves. Right? Because we think, oh, we got to change other people. We got to teach them how to, like, you know, use the law of attraction, be happy, raise their vibration, do all this stuff. No. All you have to do is live it. See, that's the key. You do not have to change anybody else. You have to be the change you want to see in the world. Live the change you want other people to emulate from you. And look, you're demonstrating you're happy, you're optimistic, you're looking for those thoughts and feelings and emotions that just make us feel good to be alive. And you notice Abraham says we've practiced it. We have practiced it so often that we find it. Right? It's to practice. It's not something we necessarily perfect. It's not something that, you know, it, it's the, 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 the look, I've got it all. I've got it perfect. No. It takes practice. And what does that mean? That means we're not always feeling good. We're not always feeling optimistic. And that's okay. But it's the practice, it's the building the emotional muscle that helps us to lean in that direction that moves us into that, that feeling state that like, oh, it's relief. At the very least, it's relief, if not joyful, happy, glad to be alive. You know, I love that expression. Any day above ground is a good day. Right? Because if you don't think you have a reason to be happy, go visit a graveyard. <laughs> All right? Those people have lived their life and they're now gone. You're still here. And as long as you're still here, as long as you have breath, as long as you have life, as long as you have energy, you can do something. You can change your life. You can work on feeling better. You can improve yourself. You can affect life in a positive way. Doesn't mean you're always going to feel like it. I'm, I'm all for honest honoring how you feel in the moment. But the more we practice, well, what can I lean towards that makes me feel better? The further we're able to lean into those better feeling thoughts. And yeah, people may look at you and say, oh, you know, oh, you're so Pollyanna. You're so everything is great and wonderful. You know, and then they may say it sarcastically and they may say it kind of meanly and they may say it in a way of like, oh, you're so unrealistic. Oh, you don't, uh, you know, you don't have your feet on the ground. And you know what? I would rather be like that and live a happy life. And by living a happy life, affect people in a positive way that they feel better than being quote-unquote so realistic that I'm depressed and upset and, and sad all the time because that doesn't really contribute to life. I mean, yes, I'm not saying we should not be realistic. But if it comes to a choice of, you know, facing the harsh reality to a point that it depresses us or leaning into things that make us feel good, I'm all for leaning into those things that make us feel good because we can do more, we affect people in a more positive way, and we affect ourselves in a more positive way. So, two wonderful quotes from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. I love it. All right, welcome on the Facebook Live to Jonathan, Julia, uh, Julian, uh, Denise, Peter, Bahar, David, Lisa, Mark. Hi, Lisa. How you doing? All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. And when we come back after these messages, we will get started on our main topic of the day, which is all about creating harmony in your life through 
Um, my version that I have been taught of the medicine wheel, it's not the only medicine wheel, but it's one I think uh, helps us to really look at life in a very interesting way. So stay tuned if you wish to call in. The call-in number is 877-480-4120, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi. I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, We do this every week, Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, live here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. And I see on the Facebook Live, Mark joined us, and Julian, uh, my dear friend and wonderful numerologist, uh, posted a wonderful little numerology. Happy November, he says. It's a master day of 11 and 1 in 2018 which is 11, uh, um, uh, 18, 2018 is 11, and it's a 23-5 universal day. He says, quote, you are a soul of light, of love, to own, feel, and have fun with it, no matter what anyone thinks. Thank you, Julian. I appreciate it. Um, feel, be, and have fun with it, no matter what others think. Got it, Julian. Love it. Thank you for your contribution. Always appreciate you. Um, okay. So we're going to get started, and on the Facebook Live, I'm holding up sort of the version that I've been taught of the medicine wheel. Oh, thank God it's not reversed. Um, and so we're going to talk about today sort of, and this is something that I've learned, been learning over the last four and a half years that I find very powerful for me. Um, and, and the medicine wheel, what is it? It's a wheel, okay? It's a circle with the four cardinal points of northeast, southwest. Okay, and and the way I've been taught it, and and it's a very interesting way, and actually something I learned about it recently that I didn't realize is that my my teacher, my shaman, the person who created this body of work, Armand, um, he's originally from Peru. He's an umpteenth generation lineage holder from Peru, but he really took what he learned throughout his life down in Peru when he came up here and really adapted it. And, 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 and customized it for American Western culture. And so he uh, um, starts with, um, w- with the North with mind, because here in the West, you know, the, this uh, American, European uh, culture in the West, 
we're so mind-centric. You know, we think the mind is everything. We have glorified the mind. Um, and the mind is a great tool, but it's not the only thing. It's not the only aspect of ourselves. And so what is the archetypal element behind mind? Mind is fire, all right? Think of mind like fire. And if you think about it, when we're thinking a lot, you actually, you know, your head gets hot. It, it, it really it relates. Fire, what does fire do? Well, fire burns things up. It consumes things. Um, and and it, it can divide things, right? Because if there's a line of fire, it divides one side from the other, which is what the mind does. The mind divides, categorizes, you know, lights, does pattern recognition, put things in different buckets. And again, fire is an amazing tool when it's used appropriately in control. What happens when fire is out of control? It consumes everything. It burns things up. It even destroys itself because it burns up everything that it can and then it gets put out. And I imagine some of you have experienced that. When you get so caught up in your head that that like you, you burn up everything and, and like you, you, you exhaust yourself, right? Getting caught in your mind, is, it can be so tiring because you're, you're using a lot of energy. I remember a friend of mine once a long, long time ago, he was going to the library um, two, three times a week working on a, a, a research project. And it was a, a, a library, I think it was in a, um, a, a, a Catholic-run college. And the nuns uh, were, the one, were like the librarians in, in the library. And, and he was a you know, fairly skinny guy at the time. And, and the librarians uh, came up to him and said, well, I hope you're eating enough. You know, thinking takes a lot of energy. Right? And these are nuns that said this to him. So, you know, like you, we sometimes think that like physical exercise, you know, takes up a lot of energy. Thinking takes up a lot of energy, too. Think of the mind like fire. It consumes a tremendous amount. All right. And mind is great. But when we get too stuck in our heads, it doesn't serve us. So what do we do? What do we do when we find ourselves thinking and, 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 and being so stuck up in, in our mind and not knowing what to do? Well, how do we sort of balance that out and create harmony? We go to the opposite. So north is mind, the south. What is the opposite of fire? Water, right? What does water represent? Water represents heart. Because water... Um, if you think about it, water encompasses everything. Water, you know, surrounds everything. Water is soft. Right? And water can help to put out the fire. Water can help to cool things off. So fire, what's a fire activity? It's using your mind. It's planning things. It's getting, you know, paying attention to details. But if you get too caught up in the details, too caught up in the mind, how do you balance that out? It's coming down to the heart. What is that? What is the heart about? Heart is about emotion, feeling, connection, community. So personally, I find if I'm too stuck in my head, that's the time I need to reach out to people. That's the time I need to have conversation with somebody. That's the time to get together with a good friend, have dinner, go see a movie, do something fun. Right? It's about reaching out. Because it's very easy to get all stuck up in your head. And it's very interesting. And you can really recognize when somebody is sort of out of balance with fire, with mind. Because all you have to do is look at their life and see how much do they interact with people. How many friends do they have? It's not necessarily about the quantity of friends. How often do they get together with their friends? Are they social or do they like to keep to themselves? Do they, you know, like if you, if you go to their apartment or their home, 
is it conducive to like people gathering and coming together or is it like just the way they want it and you can't touch or move anything and there are not too many places to sit and there's stuff all over the place it's really if you pay attention to some of these things you can see hmm now this is somebody who's very much mind-centered do they have a lot of books now look i love books you see this big two two big bookcases behind us books are wonderful but you can't hug a book okay <laughs> a book is not going to keep you comforted uh, in the evening time when you're not feeling well. Oh, I know. It's so sad. <laughs> but that's when we need more water in our lives. That's when we need more heart. All right. Now, again, the mind, I'm not saying that the mind is not a wonderful, wonderful uh, a tool um, but as and I, I wish I could remember who said this quote, uh, but I remember somebody quoting someone who said, the mind should be the heart's soldier, right? The mind is at its best when it's in service to the heart, right? Because there's an intelligence to the heart that that the mind doesn't really have. You know, we tend to think, you know, the mind is the ultimate intelligence. It's not. There are other intelligences that we have that are far superior to mind. doesn't mean mind isn't important and isn't a very important aspect, but it's not the only intelligence that we own. Indeed, um, a friend of mine who I've had on the show, Stephen Robolito, who practices this this system called human design, which is kind of like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like astrology and I Ching and some alien system all mashed together to really tell you your personal human design. But he said to me many times that, you know, the mind actually was never meant to be a decision-making device. It's supposed to be a recording and, and, uh, and memory device. It's like our hard drive. It's not our CPU. It's, and it's actually, evolutionarily speaking, not the oldest organ that we have. Our spleen is a much older organ than our mind. And our spleen, which is our gut, is actually the ultimate decision-making device. And how do you know when you're in touch with your spleen, with that really deep gut essence? When it comes time to make a decision about something, a yes or no it's when that 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 primal thing bubbles up from the spleen that says uh-huh uh-uh it's pre-verbal not even words uh-huh uh-uh when you get in touch with that uh-huh uh-uh part of yourself now you're 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 getting into your gut you're getting into that's a body intelligence actually not a hard intelligence but you're getting into a deeper intelligence that is the decision-making device, not your mind. Now, your mind can accumulate all kinds of facts, all kinds of information, but then you got to sit back and wait for the uh-huh, uh-uh. That's another way you balance out mind with body. But we'll get to that because when we come back, first we're going to talk about more about heart, and then we'll talk about body and spirit. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? 
ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern Time to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc. I see Lisa on the Facebook live stream saying, ah, yes, so true, and water is life. Thank you, Lisa. I really appreciate you joining in. Uh, I see Shanam joined us as well as Jeff. Welcome, Jeff. It's uh, been a little while. We should catch up. Um... And so we are actually now moving into water, which is heart. It's the opposite and complementary aspect of fire, which is mind, which is in the south. And um, heart has many aspects to it. And and this is something that, that I also want to be clear that, you know, heart isn't just about emotionality. Heart is about connection. But it's connection not just with other people, it's connection with ourselves. So the kind of, uh, I would say, I mean, there are many aspects to it, two primary aspects to heart, which is heart in, which is self-love, self-appreciation, self-worth, and heart out, which is love of others, connection, community. And again, love is like water, it's encompassing. Um, and love can be, and water can be very powerful, right? The drip, drip, drip of water against a stone will wear it away over enough time. But what happens when we're out of balance with water, right? What happens when there's too much water? Water floods. Water can destroy. You lose your sense of self. Codependency develops. Everything is about other people. Um, uh, uh, water, it, it can, you, you, you lose what makes, you know, you, you, uh, and, and then we start losing, um, you know, a balance, our logic, uh, the, the mind aspect, the fire aspect. Um, and, and, and then uh, when we're too emotional, we're not grounded in our bodies and we, we may not be connected to spirit either. You see any of these aspects, oh, I'm going to hold up the medicine wheel again. Any of these aspects of um, fire, water, uh, earth, and air, or mind, heart, body, and spirit, any of these aspects that are out of balance doesn't really serve us. It's only when they're in balance and in harmony with each other, and it's learning to be able to move from one to the other to the other, that is when we achieve true Consciousness. Now, you'll notice also there's a little circle in the center. It's actually a little yin-yang, which represents masculine and feminine or active. Um, that's also our point of consciousness. See, because our consciousness, which is really the fifth element, is how we learn to navigate and move back and forth. So, yes. So, water is, 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 the, is the flowing of life, as Lisa says on the Facebook Live. Um. But yes, we can't have too much water. And so how do we balance it out when we have too much water, too much emotionality, you know, too lost in relationships and other people? Well, that's a time to sit back maybe and do a little bit of planning and doing a little bit of analysis. Again, I'm not saying any one aspect is better or worse than the other. I'm just saying we want to learn how to navigate it and recognize you know, do we have too much water going on right now or too much fire? And so how do we balance back one to the other? 
So maybe it's about planning, reading a good book, right? If you're getting too emotional, maybe you need to read or maybe you need to analyze, make a plan, do a budget, you know, do something kind of boring that activates those other sides of ourselves. Okay, so, so those are two, two of the aspects of the wheel that can balance each other out. And then, you know, a, a way to transition also from, from, from water to fire is through earth, which is body. What is earth? Groundedness. It's our feet on the ground, right? Earth is body. It's our physical incarnation, and that can also help to balance out too much mind or too much emotion or maybe too much of both. Then it's about time to get into our body and exercise, go for a walk, a hike, uh, go to the gym, work out, go swimming, do something where you're being physical. Right? Bring more earth into your existence. Right? Now, what happens if you combine... Uh, earth with water again if it's too much of both you get mud right and then you get stuck in the mud right you know that expression or earth and fire it dries out and then where where's the heart so you see these aspects and and then there's also i want you to keep in mind that in each aspect of the wheel there's all the other points of the wheel in fire, there's earth, water, and air. In water, there's, there's earth, fire, and air, etc. Right? We can navigate. As we learn to navigate ourselves around the wheel, we can go around the wheel. We can go across the wheel. But we need to first recognize where are we on the wheel. So where in your life has there been too much water? And you know it's a good way to recognize that? Have there been a lot of tears? Right? Tears or water. It's heartbreak. When there's that heartbreak, the water naturally flows out. Now, if you're a guy, I know we're taught not to cry and we don't really cry that much. We don't want to show our emotions. But for guys especially learning how to be safe in our heart space it's so important right and 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 again in this world we have felt unsafe for so long it hasn't been safe to be in our hearts over the centuries it's only in the last 50 years maybe that it's been safe to actually feel and be in our hearts So learning to embody that. And again, it, it's not an imbalance of heart. It doesn't mean that you're crying every single day. But you're paying attention to it. And you're letting it out when it needs to come out. But, you know, it doesn't need to come out when you're in the middle of a meeting in the conference room and at your job. You know, maybe... You wait until you're, you're, you're with your loved one. You're at home and, 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 and there's some pain that you need to express. And then the tears flow. And I'm sure if we look at different points in our life, you know, when we're in college or when we're in high school and we're studying for exams, yeah, we're going to be more in our minds. We need to be. But when we have our first boyfriend or girlfriend and they leave us or break our hearts, then yeah, we're going to be more in our hearts. Or maybe there's a time in our life when we decided we're really going to get in shape or going to the gym any day, every day or we're playing some kind of sport and then we're going to be more in our body. How do you know when there's too much body? There's stagnation. There's no movement forward. You're not you know, getting anywhere in your life. So what, what do we do if we're, if we're stuck, if we're there? If there's too much earth going on with us, the opposite and complementary of it is air, spirit. What is that? That's imagination. That's connection to the divine. That's the time to sit and meditate. That's the time to allow ourselves to fly high, to 
unground ourselves a little bit so that we can move. Right? Maybe that's the time to do something creative. To, to paint, to draw, to dance. I mean, dancing is more physical. It's more movement. But if you use it to express your creativity, then you're bringing air in. Right? Now look, too much air is also no good in our lives. Too much spirit also doesn't serve us. And I'm sure you know somebody who maybe does yoga every day, but they're so ungrounded. They're all up in spirit. And they're so up in spirit, they can't pay their bills. You know, they're so up in spirit that uh, they, they, they can't really balance their budget. Uh, they can't figure things out. Or maybe they're so up in spirit that they're not connecting heart to heart with, with their, their friends in their life. Right? Any one of these aspects on the wheel can be imbalanced. So too much, too much earth, right? too much body, we go on the opposite. We go to spirit, we go to air, we go to meditation. Too much spirit, we go to body. Groundedness. Feet flat on the floor, right? Walk around barefoot. Go for a walk in the park. Exercise, run, do something. All right? These are very, very valuable, right? These four archetypal elements, earth, air, fire, water. Think about it. What do they, what do they conjure when I say those words? What comes up in your imagination? Right? Air. Air is so important. It's our breath, right? <sighs> you think about it, almost all meditation practices tell you pay attention to your breath. Breath is life. Breath is air. Breath is spirit. Right? One of the, I mean, one of the most standard meditation practices is if you get caught up in your mind in fire and you're thinking about different things, Come back to your breath. Come back to your breath. Pay attention to your breath. That's spirit. And air, spirit, that's where inspiration comes from. That's where, you know, imagination, that's where connection to the divine. That's a deeper knowledge that drops in out of nowhere that you have no idea where these words just came out of your mouth from but they're 100% true. Thank you, Simone. My dear friend, Simone Turner, also had been a guest on the show saying you're speaking such truths. Thank you. And Lisa, thank you so much. Um, ooh, Simone says, when I am too much in the air element, I notice I have respiratory challenges. Yes, too much breathing, too much air, asthma, respiratory challenges. Again, it's time to get grounded, get earth. Uh, get there. All right. So time for us. Oh, I can't believe it. The show's almost over. Our last break of the hour. Again, this is your last chance. If you're going to call into the show and, and join me, call in now. 877-480-4120. If you wait until the last minute, I may not be able to take your call. So call in now. Do it now. Like right now. Okay. We're going to go to break and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. And I'm just holding up for the Facebook Live people one last time the, uh, the medicine wheel as it was taught to me by my shaman, um, by my teacher, and uh, as I am talking about it today in this show. And, and again, there are many medicine wheels. A lot of people... Um, do the elements in different ways. And this is just one system that I have learned. Um, and, and, and it doesn't negate any other medicine wheels or any other systems and uses of the four elements um, that may associate differently. Look, it all serves us. It all has a, a way of contributing. I have just found over the last four and a half years that learning this system this way and understanding it has really helped me so much to be to create, as I say, more harmony in my life. Now, I'm not going to say more balance in my life. And this is something I learned from Giorgio Bonte, who's now a Theravadan monk, the former, the creator and founder of, of, of Talking Alternative Broadcasting, the former owner of it. Um, because balance is something that's very hard to achieve and it usually doesn't last very long. And just the way life is, life is organic, you know, we're, we're constantly out of balance. It's not about being in balance all the time. It's about having harmony. It's about being able to gracefully and gently move from one aspect to another. I mean, let's face it, it's a very, very, very rare situation where we're exactly in the middle and have all the elements of earth, air, fire, and water, uh, heart, mind, body, and spirit in perfect balance at any given moment. No, what we want to be able to do is have harmony between them so that we can travel to the particular aspect of the wheel where we need to be in the moment. If I'm negotiating a contract or an agreement with somebody, I don't want to be in my heart too much or in spirit too much. I want to be grounded, but I also want to be in my mind and figure out the details and paying attention to things. But if I'm out on a date or I'm with my loved one and, and we're talking about something intimate, I don't want to be all up in my head figuring out, you know, oh, the transactional aspect. I want to be in my heart. And if I'm going to the gym or I'm going out to exercise or I'm doing a hike, I don't want to be too much in spirit and not paying attention because I'm going to stumble and fall and hurt myself. The same thing, if I'm meditating, I don't want to be all up in my head or I don't want to be all emotional. I want to connect to spirit if I'm meditating. Do you see what I mean? That, you know, there are certain situations and circumstances in life where you want to be in one particular aspect of the wheel or maybe between spirit and, 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 and water or between water and earth or between earth and fire, right? Or maybe you're combining fire and water. 
it's about being having the harmony and learning, having the experience of what does it mean? What does fire feel like? What does water feel like? What does earth feel like? What does air feel like? So that when you need to to cultivate these things, when you need to 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 have more of a certain uh, one element or another, you can cultivate that feeling, bring it up, and so it can serve you in the moment. Because life is not an all-or-nothing game. It's a continuum. We're constantly balance, you know, we're constantly working in these realms. And it's about moving from one place to the other. Right? This is a, a framework, a lens, a filter through which to see life. Are we being in our hearts when we need to be in our hearts? Like, are we receiving? Do we have enough self-love that when someone offers us a compliment, we don't feel the need to immediately repay them with a compliment? It doesn't need to be transactional. If somebody says, hey, that's a beautiful shirt you're wearing, or that haircut is great, or, you know, whatever it is, can you simply just receive it and say thank you? Can we embody something enough? Can we be in our body to get those uh-huh, uh-uh messages? To work with the, divide, the body's intelligence? You know, we think just because we have a lot of neurons up in our head that our mind is the most intelligent aspect of our body. It's not. There are, there's a neural network in our heart, in our gut. Our body, our nervous system has developed over centuries and centuries that if we pay attention to our body and how something feels, even if it doesn't make sense logically, more often than not, our body can guide us. Now, sometimes the heart, you know, can influence us and our heart, you know, uh, the emotionality can pull us in a certain direction or not. But if you're paying attention to our body, our body, it will feel expansive if it's the right thing or it'll feel contractive if it's not. Right? Our body tells us so much. Now keep in mind, our body also holds our wounds. Our nervous system, our traumas that we have not addressed, that we have not recognized, that we have not worked out, our trauma is there too. So somebody shows up with a certain energy and we recoil from them, that could be our body responding to our trauma. And that trigger is a key is a key for us to be curious and to dive deep into, hmm, why am I responding that way? Why does that person's energy cause me to feel this contraction? And when we get curious to why our body reacts a certain way to certain situations, um, then we can really learn a lot about ourselves. And then, as I've said, the deep work really kicks in. So the more, and uh, thank you, Lisa. Lisa and Simone, they're both like commenting like crazy. I, I thank you. I appreciate that you really like this stuff. And I'll receive that because <laughs> I am practicing receiving constantly. But paying attention to our nervous system, the body never lies. Our mind can fool us. Our heart can trick us. Spirit, you know, we're not pure vessels, so spirit, our messages from spirit can sometimes be biased and tainted. But our bodies are usually crystal clear. And if you're not connected to your body, you're probably all up in your head. You're probably disassociating. And maybe that's because we haven't done enough trauma work to feel safe in our body. Right? Do you feel safe in your body? Do you feel safe here on earth? If you don't, 
That's okay. I get it. That's why working with a guide, with a therapist, with, with someone who does body work, you know, any of these modalities is so, so important. All right? We all have wounding. And we have not just our own wounding, we have generational wounding going back in our family lineage. We have a racial wounding that's happened to our people. And we've had societal wounding of what's happened over the generations, generations and generations. And for those of you like myself who believe in past lives, we also have past life wounding. My God, we have so much that we're dealing with. We are such complex beings. That's why I love the wheel. Because it simplifies things and chunks things down in a way to make it accessible and to make it in a way that, yes, things can be very complex. Um, to make things very... Uh, 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 to make things very accessible so that we can um, actually deal with what's going on. Heart, water, earth, body, fire, mind, air, spirit. These are the four archetypal elements. These are the four filters through which we can see our lives. So let's just remind ourselves as we continue to go through our day and through our week am i f full of fire right now in our my mind am i full of water right now in my heart i got a lot of earth here in my body am i floating up in the air all up in spirit so thank you all oh julian thank you so much i'm glad you you're enjoying it and i appreciate your comment uh, I'm glad you're listening to the wisdom. So um, thank you all so much. Remember, Tuesday, November 6th, go out and vote. Next Thursday, I'll be back at 12 noon with a guest. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this video, please share it with your friends. Please get the word out there. Let us not be the world's best kept secret. I want everyone to know about us if you find value in it. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Ellen Lichen and her brand new show, Poker Divas, a great show all about mindset and, and, and how to show up. She's wonderful. Stay tuned, and I will talk to you next week right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. 
Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 